Hello, uh, welcome. This is Left Look, the premier independent podcast from the Gateau Institute, where we'll where we will be taking a look at Canadian arts, culture, and entertainment from an unbiased left wing perspective. Aquilier, well, voici Left Look, le premier podcast indépendant du Gateau Institute où nous examinerons uh, les arts, la culture, et le divertissement uh, canadien de point de vue impartial de la gauche. Uh, hey, that was pretty good. I I think I give Julian too much flack. Uh, yeah, it's hard once you start trying to do it. Aculier, yeah. eh? I've never seen that word before. It was bienvenu when I uh, left it uh. alone five minutes ago. <laughs> um, yeah, bienvenu is, is way easier to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it heard you. It heard you talking shit, and it went, "All right, I'm gonna up the difficulty on this guy." It, uh, there, Google's Google Bard went through all the Left Look podcast episodes and was like, "Look how mean Jacob is to Julian every time he does this great <laughs> intro." Uh, speaking of which, I'm Jacob. I'm one of your hosts for this week, and uh, hello, DJ. How are you doing this week? I'm doing all right, thanks. Uh, I am also a host. Julian could not make it. Uh, he's busy trying to, I don't know, wrestle with a wildfire, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think it's familial um, obligations, but I, uh, oh. I could be wrong on that. Um, yeah, sorry. Maybe the wildfire was kind of like a metaphor. He did freak me out uh, that night. He was down, and we had a campfire, and he I think uh-huh. he's been looking at wildfire data just too long. He was just super nervous about it, and I was just like, yeah. the fire will be all right, my friend, but... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get the logic. That part wasn't wrong, but you got to chill. But there is a fire ban now in Ontario, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, we we really did just squeak in before before the sparks went off, I suppose. That's funny. I should say it is uh, June 11th today. Um, Mm. Yes, 2023. Uh, It is a Sunday. uh, It's always Sunday when we record. It's the Lord's yes. Day, and so we must yes. honor him by putting out just the dog shittest of takes on like yeah. anything we're not qualified about to talk about. This is Julian and Bo saying it's always Sunday in Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, as as it states, the Sabbath is a rest day, and uh, and we're resting. We're under arrest because we are having some bad takes. The Sabbath. That's funny. But the Sabbath is Saturday. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never got that, you know. Uh, that's more of like a me thing. I always assume Sunday was like, okay, yeah, the start of the week or whatever, you know. It's the, it's the uh, I guess, probably, you know, all the Pagans. Presbyterian bullshit. Yeah. I, I, just, that too. I just don't understand if they needed Sunday, like the day that they uh, worship the sun on. To, uh-huh. to be that day why not just change the name saturday to sunday and saturday to sorry sunday to saturday and that yeah right and then you could be you know adopt your little jewish religion and still keep your pagan traditions yeah i don't know there's once again talking about a topic that i'm just completely uh unqualified to speak about uh which is the days of the week and their history behind them yeah, I mean, we all we all have to deal with the days of the week. So as a I get to as a person participating in society, I think you have a right to criticize. Them. I get to comment at least and show my yeah. inadequacies. Speaking of showing my inadequacies, I saw a piece of news this week that just fascinated me, and it mm-hmm. uh, it fascinated me because it touches my life, uh, our lives actually. We both of us grew up in what I like to describe as the wild west of the internet. 
Yeah. Like, uh, I basically had unrestricted internet access from the age of five. Mm -hmm. You know, like... Yeah, just no, you know, the term helicopter parent really came about after yeah, the, we had already dug our teeth into the internet. Once we had already wrought all the damage we could to our psyches, they were like, oh, that might have mm. not been good, <laughs> right? Like, Yeah, oh, th there are adults on here too, uh-oh. Yeah, I, uh, I tell this story often to make this point that uh, when I was eight, the, uh, the Iraq war started, right? And mm -hmm. right around that time, I saw a full video of someone being beheaded. And I, re ah. I remember thinking, that's probably no good or something like that. That's probably bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just like, I'm glad that I had that unrestricted internet access. But uh, uh -huh. as uh, I, I hung out with uh, fam uh, family kids this weekend, the cousins. Right. And uh, the internet that they've grown up on is just so different, so catered. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, very. Uh, it's very reflective of the you know the liberal society we live in. Mr. Beast is uh, one of their favorites, and I have a oh my god a burning rage against Mr. Beast. Right, and I I, mm -hmm. I tried to make it really clear to sh the the one who brought it up was like ten or eleven, and uh, yeah, uh, I said you got to remember just because they do good things for people doesn't mean they're a good person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I could just see I'd just blown her mind. You know what I mean? Like, but anyways, I bring it up because. Uh, Reddit is uh, Reddit is allowing third-party users to uh, access their data for a price okay. for a price, right? Oh, if if we understand the internet as like a, a river, you know, and that the the great river flows, and then it's got its tributaries and things like that, and eventually it ends up in the delta that ends in the sea. Mm -hmm. I, right. That's how I like to explain it, at least. Like there are some social media sites that have uh, more of a determinative effect. You have greater voting power if you are mo right. more online in some spheres. Tumblr, right. uh, Twitter, and Reddit, are, in my mind at least, are like the three supreme. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, maybe... F I, w I would have thought you had said YouTube for sure. Well, YouTube uh, is more of the liberal space. You know what I mean? It is... Uh, um, less of a it's more of an authoritarian space too there's oh okay so more of like a like a free thinking sphere yeah the, the actual anarchic free thinking i guess 4chan i would uh, uh, include on there too right that, that like where actual thoughts that people are gonna go talk about and for the next news cycle that's where all of it is generated is on those sites uh -huh. and then how they're talked about i think youtube is uh like the king of that and then how it's disseminated to the public is like Instagram and Snapchat and things like that. Right, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook I would even consider even farther down the line, like the bottom yeah. of the rung. Right with TikTok, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, but uh, so that there's like this cascading effect of information from like these nodes, these people that are like so online it's gross, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That but they get to decide the conversation for the rest of everybody. And uh a, a number of years ago Twitter like a uh, Twitter had a, a similar thing where they had these third-party apps that the hardcore hardcore users would use to customize right. their experience, right? Cuz they Okay, yeah, yeah. so that they could um just interact with it in the way that they felt was best, right? Because they're smart enough to uh, be able to do that. But uh, 
that they got rid of that on Twitter and it was a mess. And now Reddit mm -hmm. is going the same way. And so what has happened is like a hundred of the top pages on Reddit, the, the pages that decide the discourse have decided to go completely private and, uh, yeah, and not share any of their, uh, their stuff with anybody else until Reddit decides to overturn this thing hmm. because, uh, Apollo is, uh, the app that I'm reading here. I've got a, a, right. an article from the guardian that I've, uh, I've mined all this information from. Uh, okay. it's, it's called uh, Reddit Communities to Go Dark in Protest Over Third-Party App Changes, and it is by an Alex Hearn. Uh, but not important. Uh, where was I? Apollo. Uh, so Apollo is one of the main of these third-party apps, and they, would, they were saying that they would have to spend $5 per user per month to keep accessing the information that they've been doing to allow these... Hmm these like incredibly online people to continue to do what they do right like so the the the, the people paying for that app would need to charge that to its users yes like there's no way apollo can handle those costs right apollo right apollo is a what, what it's like one of those sucker fish that hangs off the whale that is reddit you oh, know what i mean a remora yeah and then the people are just uh like the gut bacteria inside that remora <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah, I kind of forgot where I was going. Give me a second here. Uh, Apollo. Sure. Um, sorry, so this wildcat strike has happened, right? Basically, I, okay. I'm describing it as a wildcat strike, but, you know, these aren't workers, right? They're not, mm -hmm. uh, there's no money being made here, but they've decided that they're going to affect the bottom line of Reddit by not participating right. all independently uh, so that they can make... And by withholding their content. Their labor, yes, right? Right. And... Um, and by doing this, that they uh, hope to, you know, maintain the internet or, or at least some semblance of the internet that we all mm -hmm. grew up with maintains itself. Right. And uh, I'm just wondering what kind of internet will, uh, will appear over the next couple decades and how it will morph these kids. I, I feel, uh, like the guy from Red Dead Redemption, where I'm growing, uh -huh. where I grew up in the last of the Wild West, right? The the frontier is closed now. You can't find right. the information on these weird message boards or, you know, mm -hmm. these weird debates about very particular nuanced uh, points on history and things like that, right? There, it's yeah. it's all just mainstream consensus right now, and it is tending towards that with these chat bots that are uh -huh. that are taking over that go doing the looking for you. Right. That, and that, yeah, there's no need for a skill set that is like, you know, to understand basic Boolean, to search for what you want, how to word it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how to properly scour the internet. And so uh, I, I do wish these Reddit people uh, the best of luck in their strike, but uh, yeah. it's going to fail. And I, I just wanted to use it as an opportunity to talk about the internet and its structures writ large. You know what I mean, you know, that's that's interesting. I've, I've got two things I want to say about that. First, um, you're telling me they're withholding the memes? Yes. We're at a point in the internet's history where withholding memes is the bargaining chip, and that's delightful. Isn't it? That's, uh, you know, and, and I feel like, um, and this is kind of a good segue, um, you mentioned the eras, but I think, you know, maybe we've already gone through a few. Yeah, for sure. The, the right, because when I, when I mentioned withholding the memes, I, I, it kind of struck me. Man, do you remember 2010 when it was like, you know, Anxiety Penguin and Rage Face and oh yeah, the uh, the infancy of the meme? And we're well beyond that. That in itself is like, 
its own era, the me- you know, in my mind. The memeologists call them uh, first-generation memes, I think. The, yeah. And then we're on fourth or fifth-generation memes at this point now. Right. Where their their self-referentiality is, like, the, uh, yeah. the, t- the totality we're, of it. We're at a point of, like, meta-meme. Yes. Which is which is delightful. Um, and I, I think on that point, it's funny that you can, uh, you can chronologic chronolize. What's the word there? That works to put in order. Yeah. <laughs> you can put them in order based on the Wojak. Yes. Oh, does it have this Wojak? Oh yeah. That's second gen. As the Wojak lore has become more and more expansive. You know what I mean? The, uh, yeah. you can trace, uh, which generation of meme you're at. No, that's a, it's a great bellwether. Be- yeah, we're bellwether. Just we're at a... just sorry, just to do this bit quickly. Bellwether uh, is a word I learned how to spell this week, so I am an <laughs> idiot. I would like to point out at this what, point. What uh, what was the typo you put out? Uh, it was bell uh, and then the word weather. Like right, <laughs> and I was like, right. that doesn't look right. And I, no, and I looked it up. And I was like, you are an idiot, Jacob. Remember that? Yeah, I hate I hate compound words like that. Where it's like, do you have a hyphen? Are you two words? Mm-hmm. Are you one word? I always get to. Um, right. Uh, uh, so to, 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 to bring that back, right. Memes, whatnot, to bring it back to our childhood, you, you mentioned this video, right. You watched when you were eight and, and I don't mean this as flack, but man, when I was eight, I was on fricking Neopets yeah. and like, uh, like a probably new grounds, even though I shouldn't have been right mm-hmm. for like the funny haha games, even though new grounds definitely had porn back then. Mm-hmm. And still does. But where I'm going with this is, is yeah, we're, we're at a point in the Internet's history where, yeah, the frontier has shifted. Mm-hmm. Children will never be able. There isn't like what I, I can't think of it. What's a freeware access game that children can play and like have a safe environment online? None. Yeah. None. Right. There's no mini clips. There's no addicting games. There's no, you know, math games or whatever that was. The little cousins that I had over this weekend, they were, um, the one was obsessed with this merge game, right? Mm-hmm. And merge games to me are just like, like the apocalypse of brain, right? Like they're, right. they're so mindless and bad for you basically, right? Yeah. That they just allow you to combine things to make other prettier things, right? And they're basically just meant to give you dopamine and take, absolutely and take up your time. Right. And to steal your money yeah. whenever possible. Like, oh, can't do the merging. Pay me. But, uh, you know, I, I uh, recommended to her, sorry, the mom. The mom said that they play checkers all the time and that she shows right. shows no mercy. So that's <laughs> going to have to be blurted out. Um, no, it doesn't have to be. It's a first name. Uh, what first name? What what is what is he talking about? Did, did I miss something? Am I losing it? I'm looking for something to bleep here, and I'm not finding anything. Is the first name Mom? Well, whatever. Uh, but anyways, uh, the kid uh, is playing checkers against her mom, and the mom's showing no mm-hmm. mercy to her. And I was like, well, you should just put chess.com on her uh, on her iPad then. The mom, Oh, yeah. The mom's always worried about too much iPad time, which is, you know, it's good uh-huh. she's worried about it. But, like, my... Uh, 
my opinion on the kids in this new frontier of internet is that you have to be watching and then hopefully mm -hmm. at the same time know they not know that you're watching you know what i mean and then the whole, mm -hmm. the and basically you only ever bring it up if it's like really extreme whatever they've found yeah. you know what i mean like and uh because then they won't trust you otherwise, right? Or they, uh, right. They they'll hide things more often, or they'll, yes. they'll get really cynical when they do find those things, right? Yeah, it's very important to have an open relationship with that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, like, hey, I see, like, I respect your freedom as my offspring, but I see and know that as like somebody older than you, what what you're doing right now is maybe kind of not good. Yeah. yeah, but and they're just they're just people too, and they grew up. Uh, without the internet right so they like mm -hmm. they can't even they're a little more conservative they can't even really empathize with the amount of information this like new brain has access to all the time right? yeah uh and so i i tried to make clear to them basically she's gonna have found everything by the time she's 14 or 15 like mm -hmm. there's nothing she won't know you know what i mean mm -hmm. and you just basically because of that have to be really accepting of it or otherwise uh, you will have no determining factor on her personality right yeah or or be yourself up to speed yeah like like at least have a cursory knowledge of the things going on that your child or otherwise would know but even these solutions that i presented like the chess.com right because that's at least a it's good for the brain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's a completely corporately catered thing, right? Like I absolutely. I I spent my childhood. You know, it was right, right, right when I got onto the uh, computer was right at the end of the the first uh, age of strat games, strategic mm -hmm. games, like Age of Empires, right? And right. And so I was obsessed with what I was obsessed about basically from that age, and that's all I did online. Is I wanted to read mm -hmm. about politics, I wanted to read about history, I wanted to read about war, and that's all I did all the time. And I could do that ad infinitum there was n mm -hmm. no end of it and there was always another viewpoint to look at and it was not catered to me i had to go looking for it you know what i mean but yeah i i think there's an important distinction to be made here that you and i right at our age we had to right we we came after a generation that maybe peered into the internet yes and said okay great uh, but mostly dealt with it on like a business end, mm -hmm. whereas we were fully immersed in it. We we were like at an age where we were cognizant, we were like relatively aware, and then the the like the internet was there too. Yeah, I, I got we that. had to kind of dive in and scoop our way through, and like okay, this place is weird. I, you know, we had to get our bearings. I got my first computer. So the family got its first computer at, when I was yeah. five, right? And I think, yeah. I think that's yeah, probably around the same very time similar. For me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm already awake. You know, I'm not a baby or whatever, right? Yeah. At that point, but uh, yeah, the uh, the just instant and unsupervised, completely unsupervised. You know what I mean? Like they never looked into what I was looking up on the internet. They were never yeah. over my shoulder while I was on the computer. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just on it all the time. You know what I mean? Like nonstop. Nothing else I wanted to do was <laughs> other than be on that computer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, and it's it's you know it's different for kids today who are almost like loop out of the womb. Here's your iPad, baby. Here's here's your baby iPad games to keep you distracted. Yeah, that that may. That makes me nervous, right? And I'm someone who's very permissive on my whole view of it. Like, basically, mm -hmm. let them run wild in the internet, right? They'll be fine. Uh, 
but like even that i don't want them while their brain structures are developing you know while it's turning from oatmeal up top into a flat mm. uh, a fat blob that they uh that they're like completely dependent on those dopamine structures of like the return and the the, yeah. the flashing bright lights and yeah that. yeah these like from and i'm i'm talking from a viewpoint of having uh, a niece and a nephew 10 and 8 respectively that basically grew up like that right mm -hmm. and th these kids just have no understanding of making a mistake and learning from it or you know the relative value of you know working for a thing yeah you know and and i say that i don't want to you know i'm i'm not coming out here as a as a boomer, you know, kids these days don't work. These gen I, alphas, I mean that, no, they, they. Yeah, these they, these gen these gen Zers, these gen alphas are so freaking lazy. I, no. I mean that in the sense of like they would never, they would never have an issue, yeah. right, uh, or, or a curiosity that they couldn't solve immediately. Well, no, right, it, that they that they don't, you know, it's like they they can't even get to point A to point B. Like, how do I figure out the information? Mm. Whereas whereas you know my brain is like read a freaking book. Yeah. check a book look up online they're just like hmm, i wonder why this thing happens it's not instantly aware to me so i just ergo i will not look into it any further really that's how you see yeah that? just not... just it, it's very there's no inquisitiveness yes exactly there's no there's no drive to want to be curious i guess because information has lost its value you know what i mean that uh, yeah absolutely there's there's no return on knowing something uh, like yeah. when you're uh, a kid and you uh, know something that your parents are asking about, you get that dopamine uh, feedback from just being able to give them what they wanted and the smile they give you or whatever. Right. Yeah. But nowadays information is all uh, accessible all the time. And so the, it's someone else's job basically is how you would view it as a kid. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Uh... For for example, right, uh, a few weeks ago, I was sitting down with my nephew, and uh, we were, he had on a video, right, there was this fellow making a flip book, and he had, he had in his, this, this, this YouTuber, in his youth, had, had made the same flip book, you know, as like a, as a child, and so he came back to it as an adult, as like an adult animator, and he was like, I'm gonna remake this flip book, mm -hmm. and my nephew was really digging it, and you know, this was great, because this was the first time I've sat down to watch a video with him that wasn't somebody playing zombie zombie menace or this week's latest minecraft update i don't mind the minecraft so much but i, I get the zombie menace thing you know I mean? it's you know the video game uh, videos are that's a whole different breed at but at we're watching sorry at least just a comment quick uh, at least yeah, yeah. minecraft has the breadth and the like the uh the depth to it that you can uh mm -hmm. You can associate that maybe there is more to learn out there than I understand. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. Uh, Minecraft definitely fosters that desire for curiosity that I'm really in favor of. Yeah. But but to get back, right, this dude's making this flipbook, and you know, my nephew's like, whoa, 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 this looks like so much work. How is this dude making it? Yeah. And it's just completely enamored by this, and it's so full of wonder, but at the same time just refuses to take that step. And I'm sitting there as his uncle who has sat through very, so many animation courses. Hundreds who could, of hours. Uh, who could, like, ad nauseum, just spew so much information on him. And he just doesn't even, like, put it together. Like, wait, 
my uncle is an artist and might know mm-hmm. maybe i could ask them mm-hmm. just is like he's just like whoa this is cool but i i cannot get past that mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if that speaks for the culture or just you know the mind of an eight-year-old but i i don't know and in, in, in a lot of regards you know i don't have children and and neither do you no but and you throw back to our earlier comment of hey we're just talking shit about things we know absolutely nothing about yeah but it does kind of scare me as, uh, you know, somebody who's going on 30 years old and is looking to the generations coming after us and going, oh, man, these are the ones who have to take care of us when we're old. Like, we're so screwed. <laughs> yeah, the cry of every generation ever. But uh, the Internet yeah. is such a, a singular phenomenon that, you know, I can't I can't uh, associate it with anything less than the printing press 600 years ago. Right. And, yeah, and the, definitely. And the fear and the backlash and the outrage that that uh technology presented right mm-hmm. it, it does make me a little nervous you know what i mean it, it, the the ability to manipulate people has just been greatly expanded you know what i mean like yeah and and the advent of a of these ai chatbots is just another you know another piece of the of the printing press machine that we're mm-hmm having to deal with it's like we uh we heard about the the first printing press in prague or whatever and we're in frank mm-hmm. frankfurt and now uh they're putting up a factory of printing presses in our hometown yeah. now right it's it's a very similar thing that the output of uh information that they the powers that be want to be uh, put out there is mm-hmm. just dramatically uh jumping in productivity i mean just like yeah just yeah. in the blink of an eye yeah but yeah, power to the redditors. Go get them. Best of luck. Best of luck. And you know, you you brought up you brought up here that you what you found this uh, this article on the Guardian, was it? Yeah. Well, I I saw <laughs> I saw it uh, on Instagram. I get most of uh-huh. my like I, like I was talking about the flow earlier, right? I, uh, right. I have most of my views solidly settled from my time. Uh, participating in the the shit storms that are twitter and reddit and things like that right. and now that i'm a full adult i just mm-hmm. I, I don't need to wade through the muck anymore and so i i get them secondhand from instagram and you know meme pages that i follow and things like that and then there's I, a funny analogy there that i think you'll appreciate yeah. uh you you were formerly a private in the trenches and since then you've proven yourself you're an officer yeah things come to you now yeah, exactly i i i i, I I need to be able to tell others what the uh, what the best thing is for like how to interpret the information that's coming. I, I'm much more in the YouTube sphere now, and that's probably why you were uh, thinking that I would say YouTube is mm-hmm. is that I uh, I want to be able to uh, interpret and direct the what the trenches put uh, put out right. But the the trenches mm-hmm. still get to decide everything. Like those four chan guys, there's only like ten thousand, fifty thousand of them worldwide, basically, right? Yeah. And they make all the memes. Like Wojak is completely uh, at their feet. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's 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 always very interesting to trace like stuff like memes back to the source and find where do you, where was the seed planted here? Mm-hmm. And yeah, most of the time it is four chan, but you get the odd things, you know, straight out of Reddit, straight off of Twitter, Tumblr. V- very yeah, very rarely the like weird stuff that comes out of Tumblr. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's and it, it it is very, you know, it gets muddled together very very easily. It becomes like a it, it just becomes part of the choir. I like to say that uh, uh, use the analogy of choirs for humanity. It's mm-hmm. a it's a very Christian notion that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 
that as there are choirs on earth and that, you know, there are people who direct it that above in heaven, that there are even greater choirs of angels all the way up to God, right? Yeah. And that there are some people who are like gods among us and that when they sing or when they speak, right, that they completely change the tone of the whole mm -hmm. conversation. But it's immediately subsumed, you know what I mean? Like it, it immediately yeah. just becomes part of the choir, part of the, the choral. Yeah. Yeah, just the, um, you know, the onlookers. Mm -hmm. The inner sphere next to that god is is immediately just reverberating what they've preached. I, I saw a green text post from 4chan a couple mm -hmm. of weeks ago, and it was about a guy who was uh, in therapy, and he's very depressed. But he says he let the psychiatrist know that he was on 4chan, and he had made like dozens or hundreds of memes that people had seen millions and millions of times, right? That right. Uh, he was basically the well from which culture was springing forth, right? Mm -hmm. And so he goes in for his next therapy session, and there are five psychiatrists there sitting in a panel. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he gets really scared, and he goes... Uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go back anymore. And, and, the, uh -huh. and the therapist rings him up and goes, don't be scared. We will pay for everything, but we really want to use you as a case study, right? Like, oh, God. We really, really <laughs> want to understand what you're about. You know what I mean? And I, I loved that. I was like, yeah, that's hilarious. And also, I don't think anybody on uh, 4chan should be going to therapy. They will put you in fucking behind bars like oh yeah they, they will throw you in a straitjacket immediately yeah, you are nuts right that is why you are uh controlling the narrative it's because you're yeah, crazy only the only the people who have quite a bit wrong with them end up and stay on 4chan exactly right like i can appreciate like the genius that some of the moments take right and uh -huh. the, like the the wittiness of the conversations and the back and forth and the factionalisms that appear on that page. But I am nowhere near messed up enough to spend my time yeah. on there. Right. Like, yeah, uh, I remember uh, end of high school, I tried dipping my toes in, but man, what a terrifying battle zone. Yeah. A toxic, toxic space. Uh, uh -huh. Did you want to talk about uh, your bit that we talked about before? The sure. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, we, we got talking about something else. You brought up the Guardian and man, I, I was just going to say that you are so fortunate what? to be able to read the Guardian's news. Why? It's free. I have, I, it, it is free usually, but um, uh, unlike most, unlike most other news proprietors, uh -huh. uh, which are not. I, I think at least two or three times this week, uh, the New Yorker, the Atlantic, uh, the New York Times. Yeah. I just got walled. Three beautiful looking articles. The New York Times. Just, sorry, go ahead. You keep rolling. Just, just I absolutely flabbergasted that the, you know, the access to news in this, the year 2023 is paywalled. Mm -hmm. If I was the New York Times, I there would be nothing paywalled and I'd be putting out everything all the time, right? Like you have the legacy and the name that you can control whatever narrative you want. And you're like, mm -hmm. you know, not jumping into that pool because you want to dip your toe into the paid subscription model. That is not your path. You are like no. the Lord of words basically. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, many of the publications that you mentioned are also like that. The Atlantic, right. The Atlantic gets a lot of necessary flack. They're a right wing, uh -huh. uh, you know, piece of shit rag basically. Yeah. Right? Uh, but like, it's such a good 
perspective to be able to look and to see what, you know, the professional Democrat, Republican, the, the independent uh, class is thinking of about what the issue of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for them to just be like, uh, sorry, we don't want as many people as possible to be able to view those things. It's just like such a backwards way of thinking about what their role is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It's also pretty scary that all this this information is just being locked. Mm. Uh, poor people? No, get out. You mm. cannot have thoughts about our little hog, our, our little hug box over here. How dare you? Uh, I think that uh, eventually, uh, when the American Julius Caesar rises, as I am predicting, mm-hmm. that uh, that along with the dole, the uh, the what's it called? The, Bob dole. No, like the the grain dole from ancient Rome. They would give free oh. food and games and circuses, right? Right. Uh, the the things that keep you entertained and uh, complacent. I think one of the things will be like, uh, you know, news. You know, the controlled mm-hmm. news, like almost state news apparatuses. But you know, yeah. for a, a joint chiefs of staff kind of relation, they'll have like an MSNBC all the way to. The Atlantic is, I think, as far right as they'll allow right. to go, and it'll be a discourse between the very griller section of society, but it'll be available to all U.S. citizens all the time. Right. I think that's how they'll deal with that. When it'll the, just be like a like a watered down version of what's going on. Exactly. When when they go full imperial, they will get it, and then your wish to have access to those things will become your nightmare. Is basically yeah. where I was going with that. But uh, yeah, no, I just. I could never understand the uh, the impetus. Like the people who get to the top of those chains, uh, those corporate hierarchies, like the the New York Times, they are so thoroughly vetted to be liberals. I mean, so mm-hmm. uh, it's just so against their being to think the way that I I'm thinking right now. Right, like that mm-hmm. we got to go for it. We got to go all in. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, it's just not there for them. They just can't do it. Yeah, and you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll see a change someday. I'm, I'm not hopeful, but it would be. You know, I, I want to say it would be nice, but there are other, there are other avenues to gather news. You know, I'm not completely without resource here. You're a very, it, in, you're a very informed man, despite your gripes. All the same, you know what I mean. It's, like, you know, yeah. I mean, browsing pockets annoying, but mm-hmm. much like you said, you know, you get your information through through Instagram. There's, you know. We have the luxury of of getting on the beat, so to speak. We can we can be in there. We can know what's going on. Yeah, I, I get I get the headline that uh, will make me go look it up what the actual issue is, and then I can look mm-hmm. into it on my own. But I don't need to be you know reading all the articles anymore. I don't. I just don't. You know what I mean, yeah. There's there's a good article. Is a good article. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. if you if you really want to know what's going on, yeah. Uh, just go look just go look for it just yeah. go figure it out go go enjoy like 10 or 12 meme pages that are like really radical on either side right like they all yeah they'll let you know because uh, again the only coherent ideologies are socialism and fascism they're mm-hmm. they're the ones that are directing everything and they're the crazies that inhabit 4chan and things like that so yeah uh or at least they're derivatives right like the people who run meme pages are kind of a a lesser online creature than the four sure. people, but you know, yeah. they're of the same stripe. Yeah. They're just kind of like a little more timid. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want to be right in there, but they just want to, they want to have a peek, let everyone else know, reap mm-hmm. the benefits. Uh, so I'm going to segue. Uh, sure. 
It's pretty good. You might have even done better than Adam at it. Um, anyways, uh, I wanted to talk about the Trump indictment first, because I think that'll just right. be a quick little bit that we could do. Okay. Did you hear about Do you mean these? The, uh, the, the, the most recent one? Yeah, the one about the Mar-a-Lago uh, documents that he was withholding. Right, the ones that should have been classified, but weren't. They were classified, but he said he declassified them, but it's not right. a- apparent that he had the authority to just declare them declassified. I think it's all a big, uh, you know, uh, kabuki, that mm-hmm. nothing he did is technically wrong enough for them to actually get him on it. And right. Even beyond that, the timeline is really, uh, well, actually, I'm going to stay in the details for a bit longer before I blow my load like that. Sure. Um, so there was this uh, one document that I think is the what they're using as their smoking gun, basically. And mm-hmm. from what I read, I, you can't gather exactly what it was about, but it was a general outline of the plan to invade Iran, right? Like, right. They have a plan. Every country has a plan for war with everybody, right? Right. If you're going to have generals who are super big brains just sitting around doing nothing, they might as well come up with some pretty dope plans, right? And ideally, you want to keep them busy. Otherwise, that's how coups happen. Yeah, they they do right-wing reactionary stuff, trying to, like, uh, foster the greatest national security state they can, because that's all Mm -hmm. those psychos know how to do, basically, right? But, um, yeah, so they have this plan, or Donald Trump has this plan to invade iran and apparently he showed kid rock this plan and kid rock kid rock is quoted as saying to one of the staff members as should i be uh in on this yeah (laughs) there's there's this map with these little flags and the units and like the numbers and the death expectations and he's just like i don't know if i uh, (laughs) this really deranged right-wing man you know someone who pretends to be lower class so that he can be a rocker when he grew up in like a palatial estate you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i disgusting fuck kid rock right and even absolutely even he was like i don't know donnie this is a little fucked up for me yeah (laughs) like and uh, i don't know man i'm still i'm a i'm a civilian at the end of the day is this (laughs) is this right these seem like big secrets to me don and um yeah i just thought that was uh hilarious right but um the most important thing is that this is not gonna send donald trump to prison Mm -hmm. it's not not gonna happen because uh, it, it stays in the technicalities of things and in your interpretation of the Constitution. And there's something called the uh, the presidential, I don't remember the, the name of the theory, sorry, the unified whatever. It, it, the basis of the theory is that any action that a president takes is obviously mm-hmm. legal by the definition of them being the president, right? Right. It's basically the divine right of kings 2.0. And it's got, yeah. it's got a lot of power because uh, they're in charge. So of course they can do what they'd like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not, uh, I'm not making some complicated legal point here. It's just like, that's how power works. Of course they can yeah. do that, right? Yeah, the the by being president, they then have the authority to just go, well, what I say goes. Mm-hmm, exactly. And because there was no assassination or coup attempt, then by definition, everyone else acceded to his, mm. his decisions to do these things, right? It's not like the CIA and the FBI didn't know every move he was making, you know, the mm-hmm. whole time. The, those, uh, I, I've sworn off the word... I, uh, those, Good for you. Yeah. Uh, but I really like that one because the ghosts ghosts. Yeah. 
What was there had a good one the other week? Glowies. Glowies. The Glowies. Yeah. Yeah, Phantoms. That's a good one. I dig that. Anyways, these spies, right? These spies who their institutions really run the uh, foreign policy of all uh-huh. the countries. The, they the whole time decided that he was within the margin of error, right? Like that he was not doing anything enough to threaten anybody, including mm-hmm. leaking these secrets. Um, there, there's a thing I was hearing on CNN just uh, recently that they said that they were even exposing, uh, sorry, that Trump was even exposing cipher secrets, which means. Oh. And cipher secrets is just a word that means, or a phrase that means showing the enemy that uh, they can know that we know how to break their codes, right? Right. And uh, he used the analogy of the imitation game in World War II, right? Mm -hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch says, we can't use this information to the fullest of our abilities because it is imperative, basically, that we don't let the Germans find out that we we broke the codes or they'll change the codes, right? Yeah. And while you got to play dumb a little bit. While that sounds like a really great uh, thought, you know, and it was a great thought for the 1940s, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it is public information now that we, that we meaning the American empire, has right. levels of access to every level of government, like, throughout the world. You know what I mean? Like, Russia, for instance, there's not anything that happens in Russia that the United States doesn't know about beforehand and has several mm-hmm. forms about already, right? Like... The, the army, the intelligence services, they're all infiltrated. We have so much money. We have so much power, right? That uh, the amount of uh, uh, intelligence information that we can gather from them is near total at all times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so uh, that kind of shit, that's not going to really fly because it's public information that we, uh, we've broken all their codes. In fact, they know that we've broken their codes and yeah. In fact, they know it to such an extent that when America does war games against uh, someone like Iran, they base the the information uh, infiltration, right, the complete infiltration of their information right. or apparatus as a measure of their war, uh, right? So I, I like to say that the uh, there was a war game where a brigadier general from America sunk three carriers, right, and he okay. di- he did it by using a complete analog system. Of, uh, he cut out holes in uh, Korans and mm-hmm. and transmitted the the messages of the coordinates of these aircraft carriers by motorcycle and right. ri- and written paper so that they couldn't be uh uh you know they couldn't have foreknowledge of that at least mm-hmm. and uh, then he sunk those carriers by just firing more missiles at them at once than they could shoot down right but if the right. Americans had had foreknowledge they would have had. Uh, more destroyers around them, air, uh, aircraft in the air that could have shot it down and it wouldn't have been a thing. But because they relied on the reliance of full informational systems that it, it just becomes a self-defeating thing. So the point of that yeah. is we, we don't live in the 1940s anymore. And in fact, it's no. much more complicated than that nowadays. For right? sure. It was already ridiculously complicated when Benedict Cumberbatch says we can't let them know that we know. And it's, right. it's like 10 steps beyond that at this point, right? <laughs> like, Yeah, we, just, just with the rate of how information moves, right? Yeah. We know and they know and we both know, but we also have to try and hide our intentions the whole time. It, it mm-hmm. is... It's like 10D chess compared to 4D chess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the steps there are, are just too deep for the, for the human mind to comprehend. 
yeah, like most human minds. I'm sure there are gods among us who are, you know, mm-hmm. they have that 150 IQ that are just like, they direct everything. But I, uh, right. you know, I, I'll never be able to comprehend it. I, as, as smart as I think I am, I am too limited to engage in that kind of, you know, battle of genius. But I, I, It's kind of a skill set, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But um, either way, the the point of the bit is that Donald Trump is not going to prison and the timeline is the most important thing on this, right? Mm-hmm. He goes to trial now, right? Trial takes right. A, a year, no matter what, mm-hmm. right? And in fact, the courts will make it take the regular amount of time because they will desperately, desperately not want to make this seem as though it's a political thing, right? Even though right. it obviously is. The Republican donors that put Trump in power in the first place are tired of him and they're tired mm-hmm. that the dog is off the chain and is just running wild, right? They want mm-hmm. DeSantis to be in and DeSantis is wildly unpopular. And so they've, mm-hmm. o- they've okayed this basically political uh, inquisition, right? But uh, Yeah, it's, um, I, I just want to, and maybe get your take on this before you, before you get too down the line. I did hear like the smallest snippet about this on the radio yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the district attorney or whatever leading this case yeah. was very, they were very confident that the, and, and I'm, this is a direct quote from whoever it is, uh, that they said that the net was tightening around Mr. Trump. Yeah. Well, uh, he'll be convicted at trial. I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll take a year. And by that time, right. the election will uh, will be starting. But he won't, right. go to, he won't go to prison, right? And he'll appeal. No. Right. And then it'll spend it'll spend another year, at least in appeals. And then we're in 2025. And my bet is he's president again by that point. Right. Most likely. And then he can't be convicted of anything again. Right. He's uh, sacrosanct or whatever. Right. He is. Right. He he is the government. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they say high crimes and treason are the only thing a president that disqualifies a president. And how, right. how can you commit treason against the thing that you run? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. make sense. Unless uh, the army comes in and says, that's what you're doing. It's a tough one to prove. There's during the English civil war. Well, after it, actually, when they put the King on trial, that was his defense over and over again. It's like, what, right. what right basically do you have to tell me how to be the King? Right. Yeah. And you're it, not the King. I, I'm ordained by God, not you. Right. Yeah. And, uh, it's logically much more powerful than what the, uh, you know, the Commonwealth came up with. Right. But at the same time, uh, the principles by which we all just kind of collectively abide were too overwhelming for us to not kill that king. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, Donald Trump is nowhere near that. Like, he hasn't taken up arms against his own people. You know, he hasn't set loose the army to try and uh, keep his power. It, he hasn't not even yet. approached what we consider completely taboo. You know yeah. I mean? So Yeah, he, maybe in the next term, though. He can still rely on, maybe on, definitely in the next term. As soon as mm-hmm. he gets in, it's over. It's Jover. It's, yeah, it's Jover. <laughs> the, uh, as he, we're, they're going full fascist if he gets in again. They're yep. President Trump for life, in my opinion. But, uh, not that I want that. It's just what will happen. And, yeah, most likely. Yeah, but anyways, so once it's in appeals, he'll still be out, and then it just won't matter to anybody, you know? Like, the people that, uh, the Republican base especially, Uh 
they don't care. They do not care that he could be uh, incriminated for crimes. They have their yeah. own worldview. They're so angry at their own material conditions, right? That right. E- everything has not gotten better for like 50 years solid now, right? Mm-hmm. That they, they will irrationally support this man because he is the avatar of their vengeance, you know? The, uh, the spirit and embodiment of their anger. Yeah. And so it just the, won't matter. Um... He's like the uh, the homunculus, the golem that has that has taken on their spirit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah, it is funny you, you mentioned that because because basically after that quote in this radio bit that I heard mm-hmm. uh, was the um, was the host, you know, the radio host saying uh, that despite the legal implications of you know uh, Donald Trump's current uh, legal situation. Uh, his his polling just every time somebody makes a big fuss about this, his polls just go up, and he gets more popular because yes. his voting base just loves it. They love the conflict. They love that he's they're sticking it to the people they seem they deem responsible, right? Which is like mm-hmm. this liberal. It's it's not an actual group of people. You know what I mean? It's this diverse intersection of interests, like this liberal professional class. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that has benefited more than they have, at least, from this uh, neoliberal turn that we've been on. Yeah, and and just the, uh, uh, you know, just the perception of that, even. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's reality or not, they see it, and they're so convinced that, everyone's the, out to get us. The feeling is we, real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, ahead, it it very much is a, a kabuki theater, like you, like you introduced it as. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's depressing. I don't know where I wanted to end up with it. I think I already got everything I, I wanted. It, Probably. Not, he's not going to go to prison. He will, Definitely not. He will be able to run convicted of these crimes. They're not uh-huh. high crimes or treason or anything like that. You know, technical violations of the Espionage Act, a misunderstanding of uh, uh, what de- the declassification of documents is, right? Like, mm-hmm. the monsters, the Republican... Uh, I almost said the again. I almost did it again. <laughs> uh, the phantoms that run these intelligence apparatuses, they will not be irked enough by that to uh, to actually kill them, right? Which is the only uh, consequence that really powerful men suffer, right? They either right. they either face no consequences or they die. That's it. Yeah. I mean, those, those, are, those are the two options. For really powerful people, right? Right. And now, uh, uh, kind of to extrapolate from that, this thing's gonna it's gonna simmer in court right mm-hmm. the can's going to get kicked down the road and inevitably these these backers these donors are gonna have to go like well DeSantis sucks terrible guess we have to guess we have to back this other idiot and they're going to just like further kick the can down the road they're gonna spend resources just making sure none of this noise starts a fuss they they will uh lockstep join behind trump you know what i mean like mm-hmm. all of the uh I almost said uh, Zaibatsus, but I was talking about Germany. <laughs> the 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 great uh, corporations of pre World War II Germany, you know, Krupp, uh, Rheinmetall, uh, right, Siemens, you know, like these cutting edge technology firms, right? They uh, got it behind lockstep behind Hitler, and mm-hmm. everybody who was running those things thought he was distasteful as fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, the the corporal is what a uh, 
Paul von Hindenburg, the president who was uh, who gave Hitler the chancellorship right. uh, during the crisis of '33. He always referred to him as that fucking corporal or something like yeah. that, right? Like, like he was just disgusted that he had to uh, deal with a, a common man, basically. Mm-hmm. As, and uh, they'll they'll do the same thing. They will be like, "Wow, that is awful that we have to uh, deal in good faith with this guy," but we're gonna do it anyways because it's in our interest, right? Like, right. And and I think that's an important caveat is that they they don't not want to. Yeah. It's like they hate them, but it's in our best interest to just become fascist along with this, Yeah, you know, like, the, the soon-to-be consulate, the head emperor. Like introducing some form of socialism or socialism light, like uh, mm-hmm. completely affordable housing, uh, near-free food, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, from grocery stores, at least, for uh, staples, rice and beans, you know, right. maybe, maybe chicken. Right. Yeah, a form of universal basic income. Yeah, something like that, like uh, that would stave this kind of uh, crisis off for decades and decades mm-hmm. to come. Right? They they are unable to come to grips with that. That is the answer, right? They're, yeah, uh, it's verboten. You know, to mm-hmm. to extend that Hitler analogy. Yeah, that that in their minds would would ruin them. Mm-hmm. To share to be altruistic. Oh goodness, no. Let's just. Let's just ride out this fascism thing and kill innocent people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, very scary. Um, we've got a few minutes left here. L- let me ask you something. Yes. Um, so when's the election? Next year? Late next year? November of next year. Yeah. November of next year. So we got maybe a year and a half here to enjoy the good things while they're good. Yes. Um, as long as they're not on fire. Um, November next year... The, the polls go up the votes come in um let's say it's a let's say it's a close vote you know mm-hmm. let's say it's let's say it's some dirty stuff like some uh, what was that election with hillary when he first ran yeah and it was like oh he got the popular vote but hillary got the most of the hillary got college. the popular vote okay yes sorry i'm getting it backwards he got mm-hmm. the college votes mm-hmm. um yeah, some dirty stuff where it's where it's really close there. Do do you see any backlash happening? Do you see you know, uh, blue states, you know, hard blue states like California or New York just, just, getting up in arms? No, liberal states don't secede. They. Uh... I, I don't mean secede, but I mean you know like riot. Oh yeah, there will be riots, but you know the people decide nothing, right? Like, right. They, they they'll be put down with like extreme prejudice you know what i mean like do you think right because because that's kind of where i thought and you know i think the same thing will happen to be to be honest uh, do you think that's the point where this you know the, the the points of high treason start to appear uh by trump yeah where he's like okay we'll just bring in the army and, and shoot them just kill them he won't need to the no. governor the governor the mayor the uh like I was talking about, the, about with that Krupp and Siemens thing, the Rhine Mattel, mm. the, the, the moneyed interests that be in the centers of riot that you predict, right? Like New York, for instance, or mm-hmm. Seattle or something like that. They will independently be like, we have to crush these rioters for the, mm-hmm. the welfare of the people around here, right? And, by, and them meaning themselves on that right. one, right? Absolutely. And so he, like, that's, it just won't be his high treason, but he will quickly move to uh institute things that i do deem as high treason right like a uh, mm-hmm. some kind of draft um, right he'll push for war with china immediately right. 
right a uh and it'll like i'm imagining it'll be framed as like a like a, a, a oh we need uh, security volunteers you know mm-hmm. our country is in turmoil we need people to keep the peace as the uh as we have exited a, a war against terror in the middle east mm-hmm. that required a special operations focus we must return to the divisional deployment of wars of past against near peer powers it is right. time it is time for you to ask not what your country can do for you but what you can do for your country right? i uh, can just course. see some trump puppet just you know pulling the strings on that one and no one uh-huh. will bat an eye you know what i mean no nope. one will bat an eye and um of course if he says something remotely that eloquent uh you know something's up trump won't be that eloquent he'll be like it's a uh, we're the greatest country on earth it's our duty to defend it you know we have to fight china because uh they want our spot as number one uh-huh. and they're, they're very bad people very bad you know he'll he'll do his cadence but the people yeah. under him they're no dummies you know what i mean no. like that they will pull the levers uh, that will advance themselves within that inner circle as they see right like right now do you see do you see future emperor trump being kind of like a julius caesar do you see him getting stabbed 21 times uh very interesting no, he'll never declare himself emperor. Uh, I was just doing this point last night. He reminds me a lot uh, from Roman history of uh, Pompey Magnus. Okay. The, the guy who was the big deal right before Caesar and who, in fact, Caesar fought for control of everything at the right. end, right? He was an old man by the time that had happened. And mm-hmm. the like the powers that uh, be in Rome propped him up as their, like, their challenge to Caesar when he, Caesar uh, had reached the zenith of his power. Right. I mean? But uh, when it was Pompey's time, uh, decades before that, he reminds me of Trump like comedically, right? Uh, Pom- mm. Pompey had a, a blonde wig that he liked to wear. Oh, goodness. He, he, uh, he wore a cloak that he swore, he swore was Alexander the Great's. Oh, I mean? goodness. Who, yeah. died, who died 300 years before that, right? Yep. And uh, his body, Alexander the Great's body, famously disappears like mm. 30, 30 years after the, uh, after the war, right? And so like mm. for it to be, tr- uh, be Alexander the Great's, uh, cloak is it's just a lie you know what i mean yeah it, it's obviously a lie and that he had a power to uh to manipulate pete like the lower class people into getting into a frenzy and things right. like that but you know he he was an empty figure he he had no vision like caesar mm-hmm. did he just wanted to be top dog you know what i mean he just needed it he had some psychological issue i would right. bet i bet he it was his relationship with his father much like trump right, right that it he just had to be the top guy but then once he was there there was no ambition beyond that you know like caesar once he got there he was like i need to give the the poor people land here i need to uh institute colonization efforts all over spain right. and north italy i need to become the state right so that yeah. i can continue to make my name the greatest name in the history book that it can be yeah being so, number one isn't enough i have yeah. to have a legacy I can't just be number one here. I need to be number one forever. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. For all time, right? And the a Caesar-type figure hasn't appeared in uh, in American history yet, but he will soon. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the, uh, as they get richer and richer, too, like, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk own $200 billion worth of assets each, mm-hmm. right? 
What happens when someone gets so rich that they own a country that isn't in the United States, right? right. They own all of Egypt, for instance, mm -hmm. or all of South Africa or something like that, right? They just have so much wealth that they can have real world power throughout the, in the colonies or the governances that the, the American empire runs, right? Mm -hmm. It, it will descend quickly from that uh, from that part because then the like the competition between the people who aren't like just uh suited to the role like Trump is he's like mm -hmm. a, a character that just fits that uh, he, he plays the part well and right he's he, an actor he, he, he is a a caricature of a, a American triumphalism right and then mm -hmm. it it kind of just works right whereas like Caesar had an IQ of 150. They say right. that he, when he was carried around on his litters, that he would answer six letters at once wow. while he was, yeah, trying to, um, you know, jockey for position as much as possible, right? Hmm. And so he was like online 2,000 years before the internet, right? <laughs> Basically. Okay. And uh, so there are people like that who are even smarter, right? Even more huh. ambitious, even more empty, that will do whatever it takes to get that power. And they okay. will be presented that uh, opportunity as America grows even wealthier, even more powerful. Yeah, but so so Trump in your mind is just destabilizing things for like the real the real villain has yet to appear. The, he's a villain too. Don't get me wrong, but you know yeah the uh, the real monsters of men, the the people who want to be kings of the world. Like mm -hmm. Tears for Fears tells us, everybody wants to rule the world, but you yeah. know there are different uh, shades of everybody. And as you get mm -hmm. to the upper end of the IQ spectrum, you get soulless and you get yeah. dark. You know what I mean? Like you get, you get the season three villain. Like yes. this is it. This is going to be make or break. Yeah. The season one villain is, uh, you know, he's terrifying and uh -huh. he, he'll kill anybody. Right. But he isn't manipulating everyone that he interacts with at all mm -hmm. times. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He ju just doesn't have it in him. No. Yeah. No, it, it, the season one villain was just the buildup. Exactly. Just the, the act one. That's really well, good. That's, that's uh, yeah, that's power for you. It's just a, it's just a Saturday morning cartoon, and we really hope the heroes show up. Yeah. And don't die. It's like not one of those really depressing shows, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. not a Netflix series. At least we get to bear witness to it and hopefully leverage it into an audience that will give us a comfortable uh, life one day. <laughs> uh, yeah, and maybe maybe one day uh, we'll have uh, like one of those tiny homes. Oh, a uh, tiny home? That'd be great. Yeah. That's so yeah. beyond my means right now. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, I know we're over a bit of time here, but one of the articles I did read this week was uh, one praising the new DIY tiny homes that Home Depot is offering. Yeah. Which, if that doesn't speak volumes for the dystopia we live in, mm -hmm. that that architecture and, and industry are dead and capitalism just is like, here's your house kit. Do it yourself, you fucking poor person. Like it's the 19, like not the 1900s writ large, but like the 190s, you know, like yeah. where you buy a house made of wood and make your own homestead on the frontier. Because that was yeah. actually the best plan right now. But now yep. we're just such like a decrepit ant colony that we can't even muster the resources to centrally build these houses to like yeah. top performance. You know what I mean? Like You want to know the worst part? Yeah. It's just the frame. Oh. Yeah. No doors, no windows, no nothing. You you just buy the house kit to put up literally the skeleton. That's so wild. It's it's crazy. But uh hey. But 
Uh, that was a great point to end on, though. I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't go wrong. Uh, summer is coming. Oh, good job. I was wondering if I had to do it. Yeah, no, we're good. Got all the bases. You're welcome, Julian. Bye. Thanks, dude.